0: Hated hey, butters. it's Gus here, and do I have some good stuff for you. People who know me know that sometimes I just can't help talking in verse. There are far better ways to talk as well as some that are far worse. I suspect that you have caught on so I no longer need to rhyme as we converse. That's good since the only rhymers I have left are Nurse and Universe and even your good friend Gus can't figure out any way to make either of those work. Do you get the impression that I'm procrastinating, dilly-dallying, or perhaps fiddle as my grandpa used to say? Or maybe more to the point, do you think I'm just trying to fake it until I make it? Well, you've got my number. No, not that number. It's the other number, the one where you know that I currently have nothing useful or interesting to say, and I'm just blowing smoke and that's no joke. Okay let's try getting down to it. No, I won't try rhyming with it. No matter how many rhymes I try to do, there is that one word that won't offend me but might upset you. Experience tells me that upsetting people is never a good thing to do. I think my best bet is to stop this nonsense and just start anew. Since I'm sure not doing very well with that elephant in the room, let me put the question to you in the hopes that you will pick up and go with it. What do you do when you can't think of anything to say, or even more awkward, what do you do when you realize that you actually have nothing to say? I likely have disclosed my strategy, given you a clue to, what do I do? Maybe it's time to focus a bit more seriously.
1: Okay, Gus, it's obvious to me and to our listeners as well that you really are just blowing smoke. To manage your concern, let me take a turn. Okay, sticking in a little rhyme was just too tempting. But sticking a bit more to the serious side, how about I take the microphone and provide some actual content for our listeners. As much as they like you, they are very likely expecting something more than just hearing you struggle to come up with something to say.
0: What a great idea. Just take it away. Since I have nothing interesting to say, I'll be bowing out for today.
1: Thanks Gus. I'll slip in a thought I think is worth thinking, and then close it out with one of Kevin's greatest hits. Since that's all I've got, I'll just hope that it hits the spot.
2: Pardon me gentlemen, but I'll take it from here. I think both of you may be a bit over the edge today. It's your good fortune that I have something already in the can for a situation just like this. I'll just pop it in here and we can all hope for a better next time. I think we all know that things are constantly changing, whether or not we are paying attention to the changes. It may seem that everything is the same today as they were yesterday, but they aren't. Even if we don't notice, nothing is quite the same today as it was yesterday. Things change, people change, circumstances change, and we change too. What this fact of life and living demonstrates is that change is a process and not an event the outcome may appear to be spontaneous but never is. Fortunately, we can usually understand what happened if we stop to consider it carefully. Even if we don't understand, we know that the change was a result of a process that is just not clear to us. At times, we decide that we are not satisfied with the status quo and want things or circumstances to change. The change we want may be for us, our family, a specific relationship, our work team, our company or other organization, our community, or within any context where we think change is desirable or necessary. That is when we consider initiating the change process. We know we don't like how things currently are, and we have a notion about how we would like them to be. Getting from where things are now to how we want them to be is an example of the change process that is always chugging away. For this change though, we intend to be the change agent. Whenever you intend to be the change agent, there are 12 questions you should ask and answer before initiating the change process that leads to the change you want. And the bigger or more important the change is for you and for others, the more critical it is for you to ask and answer the 12 questions. Here are the 12 questions. Answer each yes or no in relation to the change process you intend to initiate. For these questions, yes is only yes if you are quite sure. If not, the answer is, no, until you're sure. 1. Do you expect the change process to succeed, to make a positive difference? 2. Do you have a realistic vision of or perception of success, how things will be when the change succeeds? 3. Are you personally motivated by the likely payoff or outcome of the change? 4. Do you understand that, in the long run, It would take as much time and energy to maintain the status quo or current situation as it will to get the payoff from the change? 5. Are you prepared to take full responsibility for your participation and interaction throughout the change process? 6. Do you understand your active role and influence in the change process? 7. Do you understand and are you committed to what will be required for the process to succeed? 8. Are you confident in your ability to do what is necessary to realize the expected change? 9. Are you comfortable working with the others involved in the change process? 10. Are you looking beyond simple self-interest in the change succeeding? 11. Do you see each participant benefiting from his or her participation in the change process? 12. Are you being realistic about your ability, skill, and capacity to function effectively within the change process. Did you answer yes to each of the 12 questions? If so, you are good to go. If not, you would be well advised to give a little more thought to it before initiating the change process you are contemplating. Now you know so there you go. And here's the latest from Kevin.
1: by Kevin MacLeod.